Welcome back to Skin the Surface. My name is Dr. Rena Alau, and I'm a board-certified dermatologist, and I'm your host. On this week's episode, I'm very excited to talk about a topic that comes up quite a bit, and that's hives. What is hives? Does everyone experience hives? Are they contagious? What should I look out for? And how can I treat my skin if I do experience hives? Well, don't worry, podcasters. I'm going to be diving into everything about hives. So you're going to leave this podcasting feeling more comfortable and confident when it comes to treating your skin and when you need to go see a dermatologist. So let's jump right into it. What are hives? So hives are a type of skin rash or reaction that causes these red raised patches, bumps that suddenly appear. Um, They can be very itchy. They almost have a swollen or edematous look. Um, A medical term for hives um, that a dermatologist or your primary care doctor may describe it as is something called urticaria. Now, a common question that comes up is, I have hives. Are they contagious? Is there a concern that I could give someone in my household this type of rash? Well, good news, hives are not contagious. Um, So by touching someone's skin who is experiencing hives does not mean that you are going to get hives yourself. So really, when it comes to hives, they come in so many different shapes and sizes. I want to start off by talking about when we should be worried about hives, okay? And so when do we think that it should be, when is it considered a medical emergency? So if you are experiencing hives, um, which are these red welts or pink welts on your skin, and you develop some swelling of your mouth, your lips, your eyelids, you're having trouble breathing, um, you feel like your throat is closing up, this is something that you should not be sitting at home and waiting about waiting on. You should definitely go to the emergency room um, and contact your doctor right away. This, um, when I'm describing the eyelid swelling, the lip swelling, the mouth swelling, um, this is something called angioedema, um, and this typically requires um, possibly um, more in-depth evaluation by a medical professional and sometimes can be life-threatening. So it's really important we consider this an emergency. So if you do experience the swelling or any trouble breathing, certainly do not sit on it. Now, when it comes to hives, hives, you know, can occur anywhere on the body. I've had patients who've come to me with hives, believe it, on their scalp, on their face, on their back, the butt cheeks, the chest, your arms, your legs. Um, And if they happen, they typically um, can start in one area and they can spread. They can last for about no more than 24 hours. um, And then they just kind of come and go. And they may even come in different locations of the body. Hives can develop at any age. So I've seen a lot of pediatric little children with hives. Uh, Hives can happen in in, um, more of an older population, the geriatric population, and it does not discriminate against race or ethnicity. So anyone, um, any um, sexual orientation you have, anyone can develop hives. Um, 
Hives usually appear suddenly, um, so we'll start to see them. They're smooth, they're welts, um, they can look different sizes and shapes. They can also be pretty firm sometimes if the swelling is pretty um, intense. Um, and, you know, oftentimes it, it will persist usually for a few hours. It Typically, hives do not last more than 24 hours. That's a classic story. If your hives last more than 24 hours, or leave a bruise on your skin so it resolves with bruising, it's important to talk to your dermatologist because this may not just be a normal run-of-the-mill hive. It might actually be something called urticarial vasculitis, which is an autoimmune condition. So it's important to pay attention to how long your hives really last. Hives can look pink, but not always. It really depends on your skin color. So um, it's really, you know, as a dermatologist, we're trained in in all different types of skin um, and skin tones. And so if you have um, darker skin color, um, brown or black skin, um, then hives can actually almost look skin colored. They may not necessarily be pink. They may actually also be a little bit lighter than your normal skin complexion. So that's just something to keep an eye out for. Now, um, hives can also not only be itchy, but they can cause sometimes a a burning or stinging sensation. Um, And I've had some individuals who've said that as well. Um, And they can be even warm to the touch. And, you know, one of the things that we look for when it comes to seeing a hive is if you touch a hive, if you press on a hive, it usually um, that red um, or pink color blanches, um, so it disappears. Um, And so that's a telltale sign um, of hives. Um, When it comes to hives, you know, really as a dermatologist, we are detectives. We are putting our Nancy Drew hat on and we're trying to figure out what is causing the hive? What is triggering it? So, you know, when we think about a hive, I like to think about it as, you know, is it idiopathic, which means we don't really understand what's causing it, or is there a trigger, an oral trigger, inside out, or an outside in trigger? Um, And so hives can, I like to just talk about the outside in trigger. So we'll start with that. So When it comes to outside in triggers, you know, it could be a bug bite um, or a a sting, a bee sting. Um, So sometimes when we get bug bites, we can have an exuberant or excited reactioner and we get a hive around that bug bite or the mosquito bite. And that's not uncommon at all. Another outside in is um, pollen in plants. Um, So pollen in plants can certainly, certain plants can cause hives when we're exposed to it. Um, another outside in is just an allergic reaction to something we're exposed to in our everyday routine. Um, this could be, um, you know, certain, um, allergens and topicals, cleansers, detergents, um, moisturizers, shampoos, latex, um, certainly can cause hives and allergic reactions. So there's a number of outside in. Now, oftentimes, you know, if we're looking for an outside in, a dermatologist or an allergist may do something called a patch testing to see, um, if you are exposed to something externally that is causing the rash to present itself. Um, Other, you know, things that can trigger our body to make more histamine and cause hives to develop um, is actually stress. 
Stress can certainly cause um, hives to develop. Um, certain times, some people may have an allergy to the sun. This is called polymorphous light eruption, and these can co cause a hive-like eruption. We can also get um, hives from cold. This is called cold-induced urticaria. We can get hives from heat, from sweat. Um, that's called cholinergic urticaria. Um, so sometimes if you're going out at the gym and you're exercising and you see these little bumps that occur um, after you're sweating, after you're overheated, and they look like hives, this may be something called cholinergic urticaria. Um, and so you would want to talk to your dermatologist about how to treat this. Cooling the area um, is very helpful. Uh, um, taking an antihistamine about 30 minutes before your workout, that's also helpful. Um, but if it is, becomes persistent um, or if you're unsure if that's the case, then definitely go talk to your dermatologist. When, um, when COVID initially started, um, we started seeing um, COVID-induced hives or, or rashes due to COVID. Um, and I have seen several cases myself. Um, and so we're really not sure, you know, um, you know, the, if there is a true association with this, but there has been numerous reports in both adults and pediatric patients. Um, so usually, um, it usually precedes the COVID symptoms like the fever and the cough and the body aches. So sometimes someone will get these hives and sometimes we've seen it after weeks and weeks after um, COVID exposure. So uh, it's a little bit um, of something that we're continuing to learn about as we're getting more information and, um, and, you know, as time passes from when COVID initially started. Um, sometimes COVID, uh, hives can come from certain treatments on the body. For example, radiation therapy um, can cause some hives. Um, it triggers our body to make his increased histamine, and so hives can develop. Um, certain medications can cause hives to develop as well, so that's an inside-out um, cause of hives. Sometimes we just don't know. Um, actually, a lot of times <laughs> we just don't know, and so we call it... Um, idiopathic urticaria. And this can be acute, meaning it lasts less than six weeks. And if it's greater than six weeks, we say it's chronic. Um, and so it, it is longer lasting. Oftentimes, you know, if um, you develop this, then, you know, we can um, talk about um, both oral antihistamine treatment. We can also talk about um, more of an aggressive approach. Um, and that is... Um, uh, something called Zolaire, um, which is an injectable medication that we do, also performed by allergists as well, to control the hives. Um, hives can be really frustrating. Um, they can be, you know, um, something that really affects your day-to-day -day activity. Um, hives, um, you know, are something that are often sometimes difficult and challenging to control both from the, you know, the individual standpoint and also the dermatologist standpoint. So really self-care is important when it comes to hives. Um, I always encourage everyone to try not to scratch your hives um, because, you know, as difficult as it may be, um, you know, you try, you, the more you scratch, sometimes it may trigger more hives to develop um, and it can be a vicious cycle. So you itch your skin, um, um, 
and then it starts, you scratch your skin, it starts itching again, and then you scratch it. So it's a vicious cycle. And this can lead to some scarring, changes in your pigmentation. It can be really uncomfortable. It can be disruptive to your work life, your personal life, and, and even just your sleep cycle. Um, another thing I wanted to talk about when it comes to scratching, if you um, have um, slightly lightly stroke your skin or if you have a little pressure induced um, on your skin, pressure on your skin, you can develop hives. This is something called dermatographism. Um, just to give you a little personal story, I have had dermatographism since I was younger. Um, probably I was initially diagnosed um, by my pediatrician, my wonderful doc, um, pediatrician, Dr. Roval in, in upstate New York and Syracuse. Um, and I initially was in school, I would put my hand on my face and I would leave it on for just a few minutes and then um, take my hand off and I would have a welt. Um, my sister and I used to play tic-tac-toe on my um, my my thighs um, just by slightly stroking the skin and um, it would cause welts. And it was always a mystery to me. Why did this happen? Why, um, why do I develop welts? Why is it when I'm anxious or nervous? Um, I develop these welts on my skin. Um, so this is something called dermatographism. Dermatographism, also known as skin writing, um, essentially is with just a, a slight stroke, um, pressure, um, we can develop hives um, in those areas. They usually last no more than 30 minutes. Um, they can be itchy sometimes. Sometimes they're asymptomatic. You don't really notice them and maybe others might notice them. Taking a daily inhistamine can be very helpful to get this under control. Um, but if you do experience this, it's always important to um, consult your dermatologist. Now, we talked about trying not to scratch. Well, you're telling me I can't scratch, but how do I ease my itch? Well, here are a few things that I recommend. Number one, cooling your skin. So really, you know, befriend a cool compress because this really helps. Running a, a cool washcloth under cold water, um, applying that onto your skin, um, especially the, the it, very itchy areas for 10, 15, 20 minutes, that will really help to kind of relieve some of that itch. Um, I always recommend um, investing in, in a very good anti-itch cream or lotion. Um, I really love the CeraVe um, the Promoxine Anti-Itch Cream. It's a CeraVe um, itch relief cream. It contains an ingredient called Promoxine, which really helps to target that itch sensation. And I always recommend applying, putting that cream in the refrigerator because again, that cooling sensation is going to work wonders on your skin. Um, you know, um, one of the other things that's really helpful is trying to wear loose fitting clothing. I love to wear cotton clothes. Um, this really helps to prevent any further irritation on your skin. Um, try your best not to, to shower in a lot of hot water. Um, use lukewarm water, um, you know, trying to reduce your bathing. So try not to bathe, you know, every day. Um, every other day is ideal. Trying to minimize your soap um, and cleanse your use. Try to, you know, focus on the dirty areas on your body. Um, the more you scrub at your skin, the worse the, um, your skin is going to get more dry. It's going to get more irritated. You're going to itch more and you're more likely to induce more hives. Um, and then just using um, a, a, a gentle cleanser, a gentle soap, fragrance-free, paraben-free, um, sulfate-free. Try to, um, you know, be as gentle out with your skin. Pat your skin dry after bathing. Um, apply a thick layer of a moisturizer. Those are all really helpful um, tips and tricks that I have. 
when it comes to, okay, I've controlled the itch. I went to my dermatologist. We're trying to figure out what's the culprit. What can I do at home to really help to pinpoint what might be causing my hives? It just happened all of a sudden. I'm not stressed, you know, um, no new medications. You know, um, here's what I recommend. Keep a diary, either on your phone or just like a handheld diary. Date and time when the hive started. How long did the hives um, last for? Um, what were you doing when you started to notice the hives? Were you outdoors gardening? Were you at school? Um, were you in a library? Um, were you at work? Is there any potential occupational um, um, exposures? Um and really document everything. So I was at home. Um, we were lighting candles. I was at home. We were watching TV. Um, I was sitting with my dog. You know, all those little things are really helpful for your dermatologist. Even document what food and drinks you recently had. Is there something that you were exposed to that could possibly cause a food allergy? Um, and, um, and, you know, even documenting anything that you ate earlier that day. So all, all that information is super important for both your allergist and your dermatologist. Um, I always recommend medication history. So give me a timeline, not just what medications you took, but really focus on, okay, I took this in the morning. Even include any herbal medications, um, any supplements, um, even any over-the-counter pain medications. Did you take ibuprofen, um, aspirin? Um, do you take... Um, um, or apply topical CBD. All those things are helpful. Um, and then just kind of how you felt at the moment. Were you flushed? Um, did you have any fevers or chills? Did you feel overheated? Um, did you um, sweat heavily? Um, all those little things. Were you very cold? You know, just um, kind of how you felt at that moment. You Did you have any other symptoms? Um, what um, who else was around, you know, do you feel like someone else, um, you know, did anyone else notice the hives? Were you wearing or carrying anything? Um, for example, were you at the grocery store? Did you carry heavy bags? You took off the bags and you noticed the welts on your hands. That might be something called dermatic graphism, like I described to you before. Um, and then just kind of, you know, rate your stress level at that point. So I had hives and before I had the hives, I was just arguing with my coworker, arguing with my children. I was at a 10 out of 10 in terms of stress. And then, you know, as I cooled down, I noticed that the hives went away, you know, just kind of trying to help pinpoint exactly what, you know, what the culprit was. So really just focusing on all those little things and keeping a diary is going to be essential when it comes to helping your dermatologist and your allergist figure out what, what's the, um, cause. And then also, you know, so that you don't necessarily have all these unnecessary tests. Sometimes when it comes to hives, um, your, your provider may check some blood work as well um, and to look for any other causes, internal causes, any changes in your thyroid function, um, looking for on any other autoimmune um, causes as well. So autoimmune, autoimmune testing. So all those things are really helpful. Um, when it comes to, um, controlling your flares, I usually recommend, um, you know, it really depends on the trigger, but antihistamines can be really helpful. Um, but I just like to go over the treatment briefly based on kind of the, um, the trigger. So if you have dermatographism, 
um, and it's the pressure on your skin, you know, wearing loose fitting clothing, um, you know, being aware of what potentially may trigger you, taking a daily antihistamine, um, and then just understanding that you may develop hives with pressure, um, and that typically lasts within a few hours. Um, so that's just kind of something that just to be aware of. Um, if you have hives um, associated with sunlight exposure, tanning beds, then, you know, typically um, it'll last within minutes to hours. Um, if that happens, um, you know, again, taking a daily inhistamine, moisturizers, um, and then um, making sure that you have adequate sun protection with both UVA and UVB coverage. Um, if it is a food allergy, then, you know, typically it occurs right away within one hour of, um, a certain, um, food common culprits that I see are shellfish, nuts, um, eggs. Um, so, um, certain dairy products, um, soft cheeses. So some of those things, if that happens again, um, making sure that you're not experiencing any lip swelling. Um, if you, are having um, any trouble breathing due to a food, you may also um, have, if you don't have an EpiPen at home, immediately go to the emergency room. Now, I know I talked all about hives, um, hives in general. I just want to talk a little bit about cold-induced urticaria because this is um, something that is not as common, but uh, many people may experience it and just don't even know. So sometimes people get hives um, due to very cold temperatures. They may actually have, it may be so serious that they may feel short of breath, um, may have um, any um, trouble um, they may feel dizzy, have lightheadedness. Um, this, you know, there are, um, you know, some, some cases that have been actually in the news recently about, um, young teenagers, um, you know, in different countries experiencing this and, and what really it is. So it is a chronic condition and it's reactive, um, to, um, the cold temperature. And this can be really serious and sometimes can be associated with an underlying autoimmune disease. Um, and so, you know, it can be very debilitating. So if you're experiencing hives when you go outside in the wintertime, um, or you feel um, having you're having trouble breathing, lip swelling, um, it gets very uncomfortable, then it's really important to um, seek help right away and then making sure that you're in a good regimen. Um, oftentimes you may even need um, um, a higher dose of antihistamines um, and then also you may need um, other medications to um, better control your cold-induced hives. Well, I know that's a lot of information about hives, also known as urticaria. If you have any questions or if this, um, you know, is something of interest to you and you want to learn more, feel free to shoot us a message on our website, subscribe at skinthesurfacepod.com or on Instagram and Twitter. Um, as always, stay safe and healthy podcasters.